Blog Talk Radio. Studio B. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. I, I just waved. <laughs> I genuinely, I was waving at you. It's, like, Hello, uh, Mark. <laughs> you're starting early on the video. I am. Yeah, I'm the, doing the, the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this week, we're doing <laughs> Focus. Know what that was, and uh, you know we we were just talking coming into the show about uh, how it won the weekend, yeah. But it's like nineteen and a half yeah, million barely or that. something yeah. like that. And uh, you know, coming off of a couple of weeks ago, it was massive weekend for yeah. Fifty Shades Gray, and then right. and then everyone's out. Yeah, everyone <laughs> goes whatever. I went to the yeah. movies. Yeah. I saw Fifty Shades. I don't need to go back for a while. Based on last night when we went to go see this, though, I'm surprised that folk. Oops, sorry. I'm surprised that Focus still took the weekend. Man, right before you got there, it, yeah, it, it was, was all the Lazarus for the Lazarus effect, effect yeah. and it was packed in the way that I, I was confused at first because I for, I had to look at the wall of posters, right. and then I saw it and I'm like, ah, date night because that's PG-13. Exactly. There were tons of teens everywhere in the lobby in the waiting area, and I was just like, and in no way it, this is for Will a, Smith. Yeah, it's been a while since there was something a little bit creepy like that. Um, yeah, where right. you know every once in a while you have to throw one of those out, and it can't just be Halloween mm-hmm. all the time, right? And right. Uh, that's. Yeah. There you, you go. Know, that's your date nighty kind of thing. And it makes sense, right? Like spring break almost ish sure. kind of time. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and focus is you know not exactly I, I mean I, you no. know I don't know it's it's kind of trying to be for a, a bit of a younger audience I guess. It's but, still rated R though. But it's kind of not. Yeah. Right? I right. mean it's it, there's only so much, I guess, that you can try to tilt this towards the movie audience. Yeah, that, I think that's going to really, yeah, you know, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, um, but either way, it, kind of a slow week. I mean, it all didn't add right. up. Right. No matter what, <laughs> all the movies right. didn't add up to a, a whole lot yeah. of people going to the theaters this weekend. Anyway, yeah. um, before we get to that, we've had a uh, lot of emails about the Oscars. Yeah. And uh, we skipped last week. And. Uh, because we just didn't want to see Hot Tub Time Machine too. Right. That's the excuse I'm going to use. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you why, can throw me under the bus, but we'll we'll take that anyway. Yeah. But uh, we did get a lot of uh, a lot of emails about the Oscars and you know what we think and yeah, what won what and whatever. <laughs> it's all very complicated. But uh, oddly enough, we got several emails uh, just about how we must have loved the Oscars. Right, right. <laughs> because Boyhood didn't win everything. Right. Because we've been bagging on Boyhood, but and and then the comparison is uh, the Critics' Choice Movie Awards, right? Which uh, you know now I have to feel bad. Yeah. Because do you? Uh, I I feel like I do because yeah. well <laughs> because my award show got it wrong right so hard right <laughs> all over the place. And you know the thing that you are culpable, by the way. You are I, you are responsible for this as part of the union. I know whether yeah. I voted for it or right. not. Doesn't does, matter. Doesn't this is matter. this is it's your the, group. Uh, consensus. <laughs> yeah, and that's what you have to stick with. So, um, but you know, it's so weird because I was talking to you about this uh, when we were watching Focus. Yeah, that it's just such a weird thing. Like I wonder if the Critics' Choice Movie Awards, you know were last weekend or right. next weekend right. or something like that, would Boyhood still win? Because there's this weird shift that's happened to Boyhood now. And, you know, every movie, every year, as soon as a movie gets popular enough, you know, in, in like two months, people will start bad-mouthing Birdman. Probably. I mean, that's just, you know, once... What is this single-shot crap once, thing? Yeah. Once something gets popular enough, then yeah. th- now, it's, always that now it's time for the backlash, right? Yeah. And Boyhood was winning everything mm-hmm. in the universe that it possibly could. And, you know, going into the Academy Awards for quite a while, I was really worried that Boyhood was going to win because I just didn't want it to. Right. I mean, it's just it right. just doesn't deserve it was that to win, way, right? right? Yeah. And it's not as complicated. Then, that's that's pretty easy. But then yeah. the day of the Oscars, yeah. I was kind of going, you know, there's this like every, all of a sudden everyone is kind of like pulling back a little bit. I mean, everyone has everyone's done saying that it's great, I guess. Right. But there just was like this weird little 
feeling out yeah. there or whatever, where everyone was just not so hot on it anymore. And I like and to think that we kicked that off. I do, frankly. too. And you know what? I think that the two of us together, because we didn't really split on this. Like uh, one of the things that I started noticing is when it was bring, being brought up on the red carpet or in, in whatever buzz it was being talked about, Birdman was taking more interest and and American Sniper was still in there getting, you know, mentions, but it, no one was talking about the Grand Budapest. No one was right. talking about these other films. But Boyhood stopped being mentioned, and I felt it was stopped being mentioned as much anyway because they had already said the only thing they could, which is, took 12 years, man. That's right. Real, right. Once you play that out, and like what we've said on the show, once, once you once take you that to, out once of you the movie, talk for more you, don't than five have, minutes. you don't have much right. more left to say. And right. and if you just refer back to that again and again, then it's it's done. Right. Like it's it's just all talked out. And I had a friend. All of a sudden, people are starting to pay attention to the fact that there's nothing hey, left. Nobody seems to say yeah, anything right. else. Right. I had a friend as soon as the Oscars started, uh, in, in a competing Oscar pool, one of the two that I did. Uh, called and started giving me a little bit of crap because he knows I didn't like Boyhood as much. And as soon as Patricia Arquette won, he just said, you know, all these things like, oh, the boy, you know, boy, this, now. boy, that, right. boy, that, you know, oh, boy, you're in trouble. And and I just thought this is no surprise right. that, that she won and it starts off the night doesn't necessarily mean like the night that Titanic took 11 or it, it doesn't right. precipitate anything, except we all saw that one coming. But anyway, right. so right. I mean, and, and that's the thing too is it, so. What's weird about it though, you know, the Oscars are are so weird, and especially comparing them to other things. You know, everyone wants to go. Okay, so this happened at the Golden Globes. So what's going to happen at the Oscars? Or this happened at the Critics' Choice. So what's going to happen? And and the Critics' Choice historically is really good predictor. Very much. This year, man, no. No. it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and. In exactly the wrong way, right? <laughs> or at least most of the time. But there are some things like um, there are still some things that stand out that are not like the biggest things. But like for example, documentary. Right. Citizen Four wins the Academy Award. Life itself, the uh, Roger Ebert Roger mo- movie, won the Critics' Choice and didn't even get nominated right. for an Oscar. Right. And like in foreign language, right? Ida won at the Oscars, yeah. um, which good movie. Yeah. Uh, I have no problems with that movie. Um, but Force Majeure won the Critics' Choice and, and didn't even get nominated, nominated for right. the Oscars. And that one was weird. That so one, I remember that one being a big blowback. I remember people were like, for those who have seen Force Majeure, they were like, how the hell could this not get nominated? Right. Like what the field isn't that big anyway, and this was the best of them all. And you know, the thing that's weird about that too is that, you know, every year it's just, you know, article after article about the snubs and the yeah, what right. should have and all that stuff. Yeah. But you never hear anyone going, no. here's the foreign language movie that here's got snubbed. Here's the one snubbed, that snubbed, yeah, right. right. That yeah. never happens. Yeah, and so when it does happen, when it does, you it must be the grandfather of snubs. You know, right. it must be the higher highest of them. But yeah, it's it's really weird. But anyway, um I, I feel like in a way we've probably said everything we need to say about what did or didn't win. You know what our reaction is gonna be. But since people did write in, we're going to... Anything specific or they we'll just... Um, no, a lot of people mentioned Boyhood, but then, uh, you know, uh, there were questions about the specific yeah. category. I, I had one person, I forgot to tell you this before we went on, and, and I think we can address it because I don't think it's really ever going to happen. I was asked by more than one person, I think it was like three people, you know, nothing earth shattering. Are, are we going to live blog the Oscars? Are oh, we going right. to do like a live podcast and then they could get it and watch the I, – I was like, who, A, who's going to listen to us right. over the Oscars? Right. B, who would download us and then watch the Oscars again as like a, as like a commentary track? You know, yeah, I, right. And they were like, well, can't you guys do like a quick snippet of each thing and then patch it together? And I went, we could. But and they're like we, every year we ask for this and I'm like and every year we don't do it so how strange is that you know but it's a nice thought I don't think that we'll ever do it I can't imagine camping out here it's on a, your couch in the studio too, it's for four or five weird. hours no one would like, listen to it anyway I, I think we could I, I think there's probably like three people that would but you know anyway the, it's just it was a nice thought and I appreciated it but I don't think it's gonna happen you know the you know, the problem with there'll things, be a follow up show the problem with things like that is that. Um, Somebody came up with live blogging yeah, stuff, right? right? They do it at sports events. But and then, 
Now, like every blog in the universe, live blogs the Oscars. Right. So what are you going to do? Be paying attention to all of them? Right. I mean, you can you, you have to pick the one. I thought it was very thing. yeah, and I thought it was very flattering that someone would like it is ours to be the one. And maybe maybe there's a way not to do a podcast, you know, coverage of it, but maybe there's a way to do like a. To do like yeah, actual like a blog thing, like you and I thing, bittering yeah. back and forth in a chat room where there are other people, and maybe right. they, because maybe they just want to get in and be like, "What do you guys think this one's for?" and see if we get them right. Yeah, I, we I can know. do that. It's, or, it's interesting. Uh, you know, but get our anyway, comments so. on Neil Patrick Harris and, and yeah, and his sure. shenanigans. Yeah. Anyway, um, so just to run through these like real quick, um, so best ask uh, best actor, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Eddie Redmayne gets the Oscar. Michael Keaton got the Critics' Choice. Yeah. There was uh, uh, and Michael Keaton got like everything. He so really did. He he got like everything else that has a best actor. He got it. Yeah. And it was like, did, did you see the thing where they the I've next seen it the now. next day they had him like putting back? Yeah. His they've they've got speech. footage of him standing up with his speech in hand because he right. thinks he's going to get it, and it's not pompous. It's just I've been getting them. It I was, must be ready. And then he quickly puts it in his right. pocket and hides it. And you have to really be looking for it. And someone was, and they found it. Right. That's a little depressing. It's still great that he won so many things. But, I mean, that's a little heartbreaking. It, it was a little weird because it was it was one that kind of you thought was like a slam dunk. Yeah. I did, anyway, going in. Because uh, while people were talking about Eddie Redmayne for a while, yeah. it had been a while. Right, since they really were talking about him, and especially because Michael Keaton just kept winning everything. Yeah. So you just, you know, there was there was no, I guess, real back and forth about it, and then boom, all of a sudden, just Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne wins. So, and you know, I just, I just didn't think it was that great, frankly. I mean, it was good. But I did not walk out of that movie going, "There's your best actor." Right. I mean, I it just. You know, whatever. Not to take anything away from him. He did a great job and everything. Right. Yeah, one thing has nothing to do with the other. But Anyway, um, and then we've got, okay, Best Actress, just because this is easier to run through, right? right? Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, and Best Supporting Actor, uh, the Oscars and the Critics' Choice were all the same. Yep. So Julianne Moore, Patricia Arquette, J.K. Simmons. And, uh, you know, <laughs> J.K. Simmons totally should have won. Yeah. The other two, not so much. Really yeah, maybe me. not. <laughs> that almost went in the in the way of reinforcing that probably Michael Keaton was going to win. You know, because these things happen. We're going out of order. Right. These you, things when happen you just first. Copying and all of a right. sudden, it's like, then, man, they really are mimicking critics' right. choice, and this is the way that everyone must be voting. So. Right, and then not so much. And then uh, best picture, you know, was Birdman, yep. and which you know, I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, as I, long I, as it's no Boyhood. I, I it was really like it was a you and I talked uh, about this. It last was night. an odd year. Yeah, it, it's a little weird when you're. Not rooting for something yeah. as much as you're rooting against something. Yeah. So it's well, a weird. I felt, I felt a little dirty. You know, I I had been rooting for a couple films for a long time, and and that night I was rooting for a couple films. And then when it finally got time to read, you know, and the Oscar goes to, I told you I was like Harry Potter under the Sorting Hat. I was like, not Boyhood, not Boyhood, not <laughs> right. Boyhood. So for thirty seconds I was like negative, but for all the time leading up to it, I was like, come on, just. Right. Just one of these. Imitation right. game would be great. Grand Budapest would be great, you know. But right. and, and Birdman's uh, great. That's fine. Yeah, Birdman's great and uh you know, I'm I'm really fine with that winning. It's funny because in a different year I would be going, ah, you know, it really should have been the imitation game. And right. I'm, I'm really a little bit upset that yeah. it's not the imitation game. But now since it's not boyhood, yeah. I'm just like, Yeah, fine. I'll take that. <laughs> right. Birdman's fine. Uh, but well, it was that and no, no sniper. Like you almost had like, right. a, and I did too. I'm not, I'm not putting that on you. I was like, just neither of these two. Right. I just didn't feel like they, they, they deserved that point there. No. There were others that were better. Than them, so. No. Anyway, and sorry. Uh, okay, so uh, foreign language and documentary we already talked yep. about. Original screenplay uh, was Birdman for both the Oscars and yeah. the Critics' Choice. And then adapted screenplay. Here's a weird one for. For me, this is a weird one for the Critics' Choice to get wrong because this is not one that I very often think the Critics' Choice get wrong. Right. But the Oscars gave it to the Imitation Game, who yeah. should, which should have won sure. it for sure, sure, I think. And the Critics' Choice gave it to Gone Girl, which I think right. is just ridiculous. That one, I want to I wanna recount on those ballots. <laughs> 
I I think, and you know, as much as it's funny because uh, you like that movie better than me, and that went back and forth, and and I really kind of lost it with that movie. Yeah. But from your experience reading the book, yeah, and you're like, it really is uh, (laughs) a strong case for a well adapted screenplay. But still, right. Again, (laughs) one thing, nothing to do with the other. That was the weird one for me because I genuinely the my the one Oscar pool that I won. I that's the one I got wrong. I really wanted Grand Budapest to win, and I thought yeah. it was going to win. I thought that that was the nod they would give Wes you Anderson, think, and nothing You would think came. there was going to be something that yeah. they were going to give that movie, and then it did and win. It did get, yeah, right. It did it, get costume it, design it, like, and stuff, hair and, and makeup yeah, right. or whatever, which is right. fine. But but still, I got that one way wrong too. But I didn't get it Gone Girl wrong. Right, like that, right. That's a totally right. different version. And then, uh, yeah, I did, you know, was, I'm not Gone Girl crazy, awesome. like Guardians come on. of the Galaxy, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. That, and then uh, the final thing is uh, director, which uh, right. the, the Oscars gave it to Birdman, the yep. CCMAs gave it to Boyhood. Yeah, so there was a lot of Critics' Choice Boyhood, and you know, I, like I'm saying, at the time that the Critics' Choice happened. That's where the talk was, you know. Yeah. Everyone loved Boyhood yeah. at that moment, but give give it like another month, and right. all of a sudden, like backing people, away, people had yeah. pulled away from it. Well, a we bit. we said this last night briefly. If if Linkletter had gotten director, I I understand that em- emphatically. Like right. as as a job, the best director. You took twelve years. You did this. It was hard. Maybe it didn't turn out the way we all thought, or what you know I thought. But still, I if he had won that, I wouldn't have really really thrown stones about it. Right. I get it. But if he'd gotten picture, right. that would have been different for me. Right. Anyway, so that's anyway, that's the Oscars. That's the major and Oscars. Um, yeah, the only other things were, uh, you know, again we we talked about this before, but like you know, animated picture. Yeah. You know, the, the Lego Movie whatever. wins the Critics' Choice, and it's yeah. one more thing that doesn't even get nominated yeah. by the Oscars. Is this is a massively odd year? The Critics' Choice, like I said before, you know they. Use are very good victor of the Oscars. It has almost never happened that there are so many things that win the Critics' Choice, right? Only to not even get nominated by <laughs> right. the Oscars. That right. is weird. That to me is the Oscars going. Oh yeah, so you're a good predictor of the Oscars, huh? Well, we'll right. see about that. Hey, How look, about big, uh... yeah, right. Big Hero <laughs> Six was great, and yeah. it was, and it is a worthy contender for that category in any year that the Lego Movie doesn't show up. In my opinion. And it's just mine. You know, I thought the Lego movie could have contended for best picture. I, I, I just thought it was yeah. so smart and sensitive and thoughtful and engaging. And it did all the right things. It just happened to be animated, you know. But right. how it got snubbed, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just so. – that was a really weird snub. Yeah. That was uh, that was one to, worthy love, of mention. I love us saying, like, I'm not Gone Girl crazy now. Like, that's just – I like that <laughs> show, you know – I like that inside talk. That's fun. Uh, okay, focus. So now <laughs> so we're late. telling me to focus. Oh yeah, yeah we're gonna. Was it Derek? We're we're off we're, on his. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. We suck. I don't even remember his name. We the suck. Look, yeah, going to berserk. Dogs are tearing, ransacking the cupboards. Aired the house apart. Yeah. No, we're about five minutes off. Four yeah, minutes we're, off. we're yeah, late now. Right. This will be easy. Which is fine for focus, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a movie, so we have to get our ratings out because yeah. we're totally late. That's uh, all right. I, I am uh, not even going to talk about the movie like we usually do. Yeah. I'm just going to say... Number and go. Uh, I am like at three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a little better than... Uh, a little worse than me. I'm at five. Five? And I'm at five. five. I'm at five based on... A lot of things, this is one of these things where I think that we could talk about some positives and still be pretty low or talk about negatives and be pretty median, you know, because you're a five at five, (laughs) at five, I feel like, you know, very quickly before we do get into it at five, the reason that it brought it up from about three and a half or four for me and doesn't quite get as far as six is I actually really liked a lot of the people in it and what they did in it. I didn't really like Will Smith in it. But I really did find um, like Gerald McRaney and B.D. Wong and all these things. They don't make up a greater part of anything, but they really did save part of the fun for me. Yeah, they were uh, the reason that I could Just bring, it, it, bring yeah. it up to three and a half. But man, I've got, well, <laughs> that's, been, yeah, no, that's been fine. Lower than that. I, I've got a lot of issues with the film and a lot of issues with how pretentious I found it to be. Yeah, you know, it actually really found ways in a film that shouldn't have had this ability 
to just kind of piss me off. Yeah. Like I, with its decisions and its I, stupidity. I agree in a way. And uh, I have to start by saying that um, I I thought Gerald McGraney was great. He's he's awesome. Like every second that yeah. he's on uh, screen, he was good. Yep. But, you know, here's the ultimate thing for me. So so the movie is Will Smith is con man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a weird uh, twist on your average, I guess, con movie where we're going to throw out a few different cons. Okay. Yeah. And it's the uh, we find the new con woman to bring into the fold. And then we, you know run her through the paces and there are several parts of the whole thing that are irritating to me yeah. and uh um but anyway he you know he brings her in it turns out he's got like a whole crew working and it's you know this big organizational yeah. thing and i think he even said like at one point they say they've got like 30 people or yeah it's like to, it's like it's 30 or 30 just over 30 yeah and they're uh, they're basically running the uh, the streets of New Orleans, right? Because it's uh, the Super Bowl coming up, right? When they and you know, I'll tell you, nothing pissed me. I almost left. Yeah, seriously, because they couldn't even get actual teams that right. they could say the names of teams. Right. I'm like, what kind of like couldn't clear licensing or something? Film right. Is this exactly? <laughs> I was like, exactly. what is going on? Anyway, but so there's so there's a huge influx of tourists everywhere. So they are here to spend <laughs> the week taking advantage of that, right? Yep. And uh, then basically uh, there comes a point where all of a sudden we flash forward three years later, and right. and then we see much of what you see in the trailer, where you see her yeah. like uh, in the swimsuit uh, by right. the pool, like making real eyes at the guy. Yeah. That's a, a, it's a strange amount of the trailer since we talked about the trailer. And what we get out of it. Right. It's It's a strange amount of the trailer that is after that three years later point. Yeah. So anyway, then it's like three years later and what happens is that, you know, they have been apart now for this three years and they sort of accidentally stumble upon each other again and then, you know, hilarity, hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Will yeah. Smith has whatever other con he's pulling now. And then, yeah. you know, yada, so she, yada, yada. You know, right, right. right. <laughs> and, you know, there were so many weird things in this movie for me. But, you know, I think the overall uh, part of the film that made it just, I guess, start from such a low point yeah. and never have a chance to get any higher is that I can't figure out who this movie is for. Yeah. Because mostly it seems like what it's for is like people who've seen like 10 other movies. Yeah. And and nothing else. Because if you've ever seen a con movie. Right. This is the weirdest version of a con movie ever. Everything. If you've ever seen a con There's movie. There's a lot of con movies. If you've ever seen a yeah. con movie, then you know everything that's going to happen in this movie. Right. <laughs> way before it right. happened. <clears throat> right. And, you know, the like one of the things there there was – to a certain extent, there was just kind of like thing after thing that I just was like kind of scratching my head, just like going, what is that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it starts off on a real downward spiral. At the beginning, I was kind of okay with it. I was like, well, I don't know. I was okay with it. Let's see what's going on yeah. or whatever. Right. And then we get to the point where she like wants in and they give her like a field trial. <laughs> Right. Because that would happen. Yeah. But anyway, sure. uh, they go out on the streets of New Orleans and they're just stealing stuff from people. Right. Like left and right yeah. everywhere. And there's there's even one part. So there's one scene where they're they're kind of working the street and there's, you know, half a dozen of them and they keep moving around. Yeah. And it's this whole it's the dumbest thing it is. ever. It, and it just goes on and on and on and on. And it's like in the space of, you know, 10 minutes, we see them steal, right. you know, 50 wallets. Four babies. Camera you know, lens. Yeah, a bunch and, of stuff, yeah. I mean, all this stuff that's like, I don't know where the ideas for how this work came from, but yeah. it's some sort of, you know, there's, it's like there's somebody behind the scenes of this movie going, 
don't actually show anyone how people actually steal stuff because mm-hmm. otherwise they'll start stealing stuff. Right. <laughs> they'll know, right. They'll know how it really happens. Yeah. Show them something that's really dumb. Yeah. And then if they try to do it, well, then fine. Then we catch people trying to steal yeah. stuff. I mean, it's just... Well, it's like what you said earlier. It's almost like uh, it's almost like a college film or a high school film. It's like when people don't know how things work, this is what they think it's like. So now this is their, right. this is their basis for truth. And Exactly. And then... There's another scene where they're at the restaurant. Right, yeah. And you know like people are flipping wallets across the room yeah. and it's like it's like they did this whole you know like a gun kata thing from yeah. Equilibrium where right. it's like we've studied eight, we've had a computer study 80,000 hours of footage of this <laughs> thing. So we know that if it just this second I flip it through right. the air to you right. across the restaurant, no one will notice that right, right now. It's and it's and that would be bad enough, but there's like 18 it's things happening all at once. It, I believe crazy. I believe when things like this happen in Groundhog Day, because he's had a million days right, to do the same right. thing. He knows exactly which way you're looking, when you're blinking, why you're not looking here. And he's got that. He right. could do that. These guys, we're right. supposed to. And this is when it gets pretentious for me. It doesn't even start there, but it's like they think this is how a slick con film looks. Right. And this is what real slick hypnotic kind of pickpockets will do to you. No, no. In your comic book limited imagination, this is what it will do. And, and so then I became very clear to me early on that this was not going to be a movie for me, even though it had all the ingredients. Right. And all the things that they play out, this is like basically, and it's one after another, right? Like it's not just one or two. Con men everywhere watching this movie going, yes. Yeah. Like right. idiots think that's what we they do. Really, or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, can keep just, doing it. Yeah, it's just so goofy. And you know, I I wouldn't mind a con. And you know, the worst part about it for me is that we're trying to sell this girl as, you know, having like a lot of talent or she's something. got potential. She's, yeah, she's like, oh, you have massive potential right. to you know whatever take off in our organization or whatever. Right. Who knows? Nah, Upward mobility in our yeah. in our con business. I don't know what it right. is. But anyway, we're trying to sell her as really clever. And then, you know, as soon as Will Smith steps foot in the steps foot in the football game, right. you're like, oh. But her never. She right. like never catches yeah. on yeah. to the thing. Did you like, like her? Really? Did you did you I liked her Okay. She did a good job, I thought. Yeah. You know, I mean, she didn't she didn't overperform. She didn't underperform. I yeah, thought she did what she fault. needed to. This is how right. I feel. Right. I actually feel like this film, and this is what I'm saying, even Will Smith, though for 30 minutes in the film, he's he seems invested in the movie, and then he seems like someone just pulls a plug and he's running on one fuse. Like right. he seems so detached. And no, maybe not even detached, just disengaged. He's kind of going through the motions, but I can't tell if this is like if this is his attempt to think what this character would be like, kind of. I know now what bothers me about the film with him, not in this instant, but it's that he can play a lot of great emotions and he's really good at like five of them. And that's what's made him like the summer blockbuster king for a long time. Right. The other one's elude. But aloof is not it. He doesn't <laughs> right. know how to do this. Cool and detached, you know, he doesn't get that. So when he does it, it, it comes off as being like... Uninterested and it's, disengaged. It's like and robotic, weak. Yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. And even, but I thought she did good. Yeah. You know, I, I, I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. And even when we get to uh, like the next con. Right. And uh, well, actually, before that, um, when they're still in the Super oh, Bowl, no. you know, yeah. the, the, thing the, that's, the thing that's really funny with uh, <laughs> the whole. You didn't like BD Wong's thing? I didn't like, you know, I was fine with the whole routine. What yeah. I didn't like was that, first of all, it went on too long. It did. Um, because no con goes on that long. Right. With that kind of thing. It, I it's mean, against the point of a con. Get in and get out. Don't stay around unless it's a long con, and this one is not. Right. And this is this yeah. is totally not. But at some point, someone makes this. Yeah. Because it goes on so long. But of the people who don't make it, her. Right. Who's supposed right. to really who's, understand yeah. what's yeah. going on and everything? I mean, <laughs> yeah. she's, she knows she's with a con man, right? And she can't like see through this and that. You know, if it had been a quick thing and she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, right. I totally didn't even right. see that coming," then fine. 
But that, when it goes on and on and yeah. on, it's ridiculous. And and I just have to say, because I'll, I'll kill myself if I don't get this out at some point, <laughs> the whole idea that they have this like rented office space mm-hmm. where 30 people coordinate working cons so that they can work mm-hmm. more than people who work. Right. To make basically less money than these geniuses could all probably right. make if they had right. jobs. Well, that's not how being a con man works. So they, works. Got, they got 30 people at least. And I remember them. It's not us guessing. They said 30, 33, something like yeah. that. And at the end, they said they cleared one and a half million. Right. Split 30 ways. That's 50 grand. You You worked. 90-hour days for 12 days to get 50 grand when you probably could have gone out and stolen a few laptops and a couple bracelets. and I mean, like, where did right. they, that, where they the all investment could, they Those all are could the stupidest be, cons I've ever seen. Th- right. They all could be making more yeah. money yeah. and probably legitimately right. than, right. than sure. what they're making right. on this weird <laughs> business venture the, system they have. And, that, and that's, that's also indicative of all the problems that I have with the film – Again and again. Again, for me, I liked all the performances for the most part. Will Smith is a hindrance after about 40 minutes in. But man, the story and the direction and the writing. You know, I, the last moment I had any faith for the film was at the, the football scene with B.D. Wong. And everybody knows this guy. You may not know his name, but you'd recognize him immediately right, from right. all these CSI shows and everything. Of, yeah. he's, he's been around for a long time. The moment they fail in selling that scene to me, um, it does two things. It splits my mind because at first I thought, well, here's the rest of the movie. He's going to lose this money because it's been alluded that he can't gamble because he's got a problem. So don't let him gamble the money. And he winds up gambling and going big, not just like, I'll bet you 10 bucks, but he's like, let's do a hundred thousand. Like, and now you're like, okay, now you're in trouble. The moment he, he was poised to lose all of their millions or million and a half. I thought, there's the story. He's going to lose it, and they're going to have to set up a big con to get the money back to save his friends who believed in him for right. reasons I don't know. Okay, so then we find out that was a con. He knew all along he was going to double his money with this guy. But when he finally sells that, when he when they pick the number, and there's like this weird moment where we are supposed to think that the whole thing has gone against him because he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you have no idea how to craft a scene. Right. You have no right. idea how to sell a scene. And, and I mean the directors, not the right. actors. Because I know, like you've pointed out before, someone came over and said, do this. Right. And he's like, I can do that. But he's like, just just do that. That's what we want. And he's right. like, all right. Right. That scene fails in so many different ways that if there's anything good to come from this film, it should be shown contemporarily in film schools as everything not to do. Right. Don't sell your scenes this way. Don't put your characters this way. And, and like you hit on earlier, I don't know the motivation of anybody hardly in this film, let alone the stars, because the film that I thought we were supposed to get from the trailer, we, there's nothing right. like that uh-huh. there anymore, like two cons trying to out-con each other for the con of the century to... Who's going to steal each other's heart? None of that's in there. Right. And and that's that's it's a good so thing weird. since uh, we do talk about the trailers and uh, people seem to like it when we do that. That is <laughs> a, a very weird thing about this movie is that you watch the trailer and what you think probably it looks you, like. you're going to get I thought from, anyway. from watching the trailer is that uh, she like screws him over. Right. Like, she gets him to fall for her con or right. something. Because that's kind of what the trailer is telling you yeah. is going on. Is right. That she is kind of like, you know, coming back over the top of his con. With yeah. The, you thought you were conning me. Right. While all the while, I convinced you to try to con me just so that I could, you know, some right. like one of these crazy super brainy like cons. That, right. Yeah. And that's not it at all. And, it, it, and then, you yeah. know, that's. Um, Not even close. Once you get to the point where, see, it's weird because all of a sudden you get the three years later, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as the thing it says three years later, I'm like, but I don't even care about now anymore. Right. So who cares what happens in three years, right? Yeah. And then three years later, all of a sudden, you've got Will Smith, and now we finally get this race car uh, owner guy who we see her with in the trailers and stuff, and it's yeah. like we only now right. even get to that guy. Right. And she's involved, and he is... 
you know, it's like this double triple con thing going on where he's actually getting hired by a guy to pull a con on other people. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was, you know, I like, I the like idea. that idea. I did too. I thought it was smart of the of him going. You know what we should do is find a con man to hire to con these other people. That right. was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Except that obviously that's only like stage one of anything, right? Yeah. right? And sure. there's got to be like fifty other layers. But then all of a sudden she's there. And yep. She comes out of nowhere, and so obviously from the trailer, what we're thinking is that she's there on purpose. Right. That she's in a big con thing going on. Yeah. And they kind of let us think that for a long time. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the movie, and I'm not going to like spoil the end of the movie or I anything. Won't either, I guess. But then you get to the end of the movie, and it's like this whole Scooby Doo episode yeah. thing going, yeah. <laughs> going on, where you know Will Smith would have gotten away with it too, if it right? Wasn't for you meddling kids and that, or whatever. And that just shows again when I when I say the film is pretentious, that's what I mean. Like they they're writing a story above what they feel like. Maybe not what they feel, but it seems like they're writing a story beyond their pay grade. Like they just don't know right. how to pull this off. And they love certain elements of films. I'm watching this film, and of course it's another con film, but I'm looking at the Ocean's Eleven films, you know, the the recent ones with Clooney and Pitt and all these guys. And it's like they want to make their own version of that because they've got in, – in Danny Ocean, they've got this guy with Will Smith, and they want him to be like Danny Ocean. So they want him to have a crew of guys that are like dedicated to him, if not just the con, right. which is this group of 30 New Orleans people. But I'm like, well, okay, then how did he get – these are all very capable con artists. Like right. how are they with him? Why are they with him? Why aren't they on their own? Why aren't they competing? Why aren't they doing what cons really do? which is tipping the cops off to that guy's routine. So I've got no heat on mine. And But no, they band together for 50 grand, which doesn't make any sense. And yet they still proceed with this weird story just to get to this point where they can all have the banter that doesn't come off effectively anyway in like that Scooby-Doo moment that you just said, which is, again, like the fifth time where I'm like, what are you guys doing with this movie? <laughs> right, which way right. do you want it to go? Because it's like Ocean's Eleven. It's like an Elmore Leonard story. It's like all these weird combinations of things, and they can't get any of them right. Right. And then it's, it's frustrating. It's uh, kind of funny too because there's there are so many parts of con, I guess, ideas going yeah. on or something where. You know, it's one thing to have your guy be like the genius con man and Will Smith has to tell his story about how he's like the third generation con man and right. my dad did my dad I was love this that guy. story though. No, the story's good. The Toledo button, the, that thing's awesome. The story That's not original, but it's still good. The story is good. Yeah. No, and, I know what you and, mean now. And the but, whole part that he's got this backstory is okay. Yeah. But then what we have to do with it is like they're outside in the snow and he keeps right. picking her pockets and stealing her ring yeah. in ways that can't actually happen. Right. I mean, you know, there are plenty of ways that, you know, magicians and pickpockets can yeah. steal your watch and your wallet and you yeah. have no idea that are perfectly right. real sure. that you could just have someone do yeah. without having to go have Will Smith come up to her and go, look, you see how I'm like still five feet away from you and right. I have your watch and your ring and they're right. all in my back pocket and yeah. I never even move. Right. Yeah. I mean, why is it like yeah. have to be this so over the top, got to be superhero version, right. 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 When there's perfectly legitimate versions, right. you know? Right. And that's, you know, it's, it's just this whole, they've got some, uh, idea of, you know, like when they're working the street at the first part, yeah. you know, it's not like there aren't criminals in the crowd sure. at giant things who are trying to get away with stuff, right? right? But once you have all these people moving in all these different directions and it looks really slick, mm -hmm. except when you have to go, look, one of those 20 people that you just stole something from is going to go, hey! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right, At right. some point you have to, you know, end it yeah. and make make something yeah. you know more believable right. happen and and besides you know you've got Will Smith watching it all from the crow's nest of his apartment yeah. on on whatever Bourbon you know. Street you know yeah. it looks like he's right in the middle of it all right yeah. and he just stands there and watches it all and it's right. just it is it's like very you know 
it's weird to even say it's pretentious. It, yeah. But it, but it is kind of. It's it like, is. It, it backs. It backs up from what we're watching to watch him, you know, yeah. sipping his espresso, right. watching all the machinations going on below him. And then you have to think, well, yeah, how did he get in charge yeah, right. of all these people, none of whom yeah. need him for anything? They don't. I mean, the, it's, the, the score – when I when you watch Ocean's Eleven and you see these 11 guys get together, these 11 people get together to take down, like, the Bellagio, and they're going to get, like, 11 – Five million, you know, eleven and a half, twelve million each. Like, okay, I can believe you might do that, but not, right. not fifty thousand or even thirty thousand. Right, for them to get, but, for them to get a split of a million or whatever. Right. When, when there isn't like a grand Nothing. scheme. The only yeah. thing I guess is that they have this coordinated effort to sell everything and get rid of yeah. it. And, you know, you steal somebody's credit card number and send it back to us, and we have these people sitting in a room buying right. stuff so that it can be sold and all right. this, like, just on and on and on. Where it's so convoluted. You could just have, like, any two or three of them could get together and make more yeah. money than they made yeah. off of being part of this group. I don't know. You know, the other thing that was frustrating is even though the scenes were were fun in a way before they got in their own way, like the the football scene again, not to keep coming back to it, but it's another example of it just the scenes themselves go on a few beats too long, not not in length, but in subject matter, because by the time they explain the con, how it's happened, it it's basically like you've got to prove to me that Will Smith is not Professor X. He's got to be telepathic right. because they drop these things like Inception, like we've been feeding him numbers all day. And and I love the science behind it. Right. You know, I love like, the idea of men like who a, stare at goats. It's like an episode of Leverage. It is. You, know it, you mean? basically are, are giving this guy one number all day long in every way the possible. And some of them are very clever. Like right. the the um, Sympathy for the Devil song. I thought that was kind of a clever. Right, I didn't right. know that stuff, but that's neat. But now I don't trust you right. because now I know I'm not invested in the characters. And this is already 30 minutes in. You know, I'm, I'm not invested in the characters because I don't believe they have anything to show each other. I'm waiting for the con, but now I know that there's a ghost in the machine. That At the right. end, you're going to be like, well, how did you do it? Well, let me tell you, I was sneaking into his room and whispering in his ear right, that he had right, to turn right. traitor on me. And, you know, I just kept mentioning Benedict Arnold and, you know, I, I gave him Benedict eggs. I mean, <laughs> right. there's this weird thing that they did that single-handedly made everything that they did further untrustworthy right. for me. Not that I was looking to trust it, but I had to, like, be invested in either their characters or the story. And now I'm not in any. Right. And now what you've got is me just sitting there for another hour to just watch the end. Right. And, and that's and that's not that's and, not a and good you, film. You know, really, I think what happened is, um, you know, not that it's a, a special or brand new like thing to con game shows or movies or whatever right. they are. But you know, since I mentioned Leverage anyway, yeah, it's like you know that was how Leverage worked the show, which I love that show because it was <laughs> fun and it was a goofy TV show, right. Um, but it was, it was fun and I liked the actors, but that's how leverage worked was like every week on leverage when you got to the end, yeah, it was like they were screwed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just magically worked. Right. And then they would go, aha, now here's how we did that. And right. they would backtrack and show you a bunch of shit. You didn't everything see everything you through, never saw, right? The whole Different thing. angles. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then see how that got screwed up. We planned that right. for days. Yeah. It took us, you know, it took us a week to get that to fail exactly the right way that we wanted it yeah. to. And I the mean, whole thing. And then this movie does the same thing. It's like, you know, hey, I like that show. So right. Uh, right. I'll, I'll I'll work my that. con that yeah. way yeah. the same. And, you know, there's just too much of it that, like, doesn't connect to anything that gets you to watch anymore. Yeah. You know, like you said, once he goes into the football thing and they start this whole thing and then it's the whole, Oh, little did you know that, you know, for the last three or days or, you know, Wherever. whatever. Right. Hell. I mean, all of the planning and setup that they would have to do to do all this shit that they supposedly did. Ungodly. Yeah. You know, at some point you're not making enough money. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Right. It's like it, it, it yeah. cost us a half a million to set up yeah. this thing to win two million right. from this guy. Right. But you know, it's 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 like the uh, you know when you just have a robbery movie. Yeah. And they go too far and they spin things the wrong way, but yeah. they show this really cool bank robbery. Yeah. And then you go, okay, so they got like ten million dollars, but okay, now let's take 
a tally of all the shit they spent to get, to get to this eleven right. million dollars. It's like thirteen million dollars <laughs> yeah. so that they could rob yeah. eleven. I mean, it's just it's so convoluted and and you know thinks so highly of itself. Yeah, and and it, that's in its right. theories and yeah. what is going on in these cons that is. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, it's really hard to get anything about these characters yeah. so that you're that interested to watch. Will Smith kind of can't pull this off, really. Yeah, and that's I mean, weird. For me, is, yeah. he, he can't really give me enough of the character. And I like Will Smith, mine. He's yeah. he's good in a lot of stuff. But, you know, like you said, there's there's the part where he comes back and then starts basically trying to woo her or whatever, right? right. He's trying to, like, win her back. And it's like, you know, I actually don't believe what he's saying to her. Right. But I think I'm supposed to, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to. Yeah, and isn't that because, at least when I was watching it, I think, you know, I know you've said things just like this already, but it's like, the motivations for each character are either vacant or they're mercurial. Like if we need them to act this way today, they are. But in the next scene, right, which should logically follow this, that's they're what I need. at odds. Right. But right now, today, what we wrote is this. So let's play that. And then tomorrow we're like, we have no memory of what we did, but let's right. just link it to this. And it just comes a, it just comes across as confusing and ineffectual instead of moonlighting, which is what they want. They want tension and banter and sexiness and an appeal. And it's not there. And I don't care how good looking Will Smith looks with his shirt off or how great Margot Robbie is with her shirt on. It's just not there. you got to do more work than that. And then, you know, the thing that really killed it for me that is, I guess, kind of a bizarre – I don't know. It's like the movie sort of stabs itself in the throat for me. When it gets to the end – so we're talking about how – you know, it goes through the con, and then the con works, and then you explain right. the con, right? Right. But at the end of the movie, he starts selling this load of crap about how he oh, did God. what he did, right? Yeah. And you see the same thing. So you go, here's what happened, is right. that I was doing this, and she didn't know, and right. and then this happened, and then that was just so that I could plant this, and then... Yeah. And you see it all happen just like you see all the explanations of the football thing. Right. You see it all happen. But then you find out that he's just making that up. Right. <laughs> he's but not now, even a reliable but I watched him do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I don't know. Yeah, it, and it wants to be, you know, and I, I really hated how popular films like that became a decade ago, like these basic instinct films and where they were like, you think you know we got two more twists. Right. You know, don't give me any more twists. Right. Stop twisting me. Right. I don't want to be twisted. Just right. give me the story and stop being, and see you the, know, the, the you're weird, not the usual suspect. See, so. it, I think the weird thing about this movie is, uh, and you know, one of the weird things is that uh, the writer-director team of this yeah. are uh, not the people you would think would be making this movie. No. <laughs> No, and uh, I can't remember their names right now. Yeah, but I just had it. But uh, you know, they've they've made odd movies. If what you're thinking is, who do I want to make my next con movie? Right. If this the whole thing to me feels like Will Smith woke up one day and said, "I want to be in a con movie." Right. And it was like, get somebody to write something. Well, they did. They did Crazy Stupid Love and I Love You, Philip Morris, with a bunch of other things. And, it's, and it's I Glenn Fakera and. John Requa, right, Requa, right. I mean, and, he's messing that up, but and I, I like Crazy Stupid Love a lot. Yeah, but I, I actually really did like that movie. Yeah. But there's nothing about that movie that makes me go, <laughs> well, I got a con movie, right? <laughs> right? I right. mean, it's just, it's not yeah. the same thing. And actually, Crazy Stupid Love uh, had a few too many twists for me. It, yeah, it, this it, is it had thing. like the twist at the yeah. end of mm-hmm. you know whatever. But anyway, um. It's just there's so much of this movie that is, I guess they're like fans of con movies, and they go, you know what's great about a con movie is like I didn't see that coming. Right. So we'll do something where you can't see it coming because we don't actually give you anything (laughs) leading up to it. Right. And then we'll go, see? Right. You didn't didn't see see that that coming? (laughs) Then it's like now suddenly that's a good thing. I'm watching this last night. You know, we we checked this out, and and I, I kept thinking of Now You See Me. 
you know, the film we saw last year, which was the last con film. I feel like the last true con film we watched. And I remember being pretty disappointed by a bunch of stuff there because at some point we decided that in order to do what you had to do in that film, you had four demigods. Like they just knew everything. Right. And, and I'm watching this film and I genuinely feel like for the first 30, 35 minutes, it's fun. And it still is fun in places. It has these moments that are real frustrating. But I, I, I did I did enjoy seeing Will Smith back after the last time I saw him with you, which was after Earth, which I can't even begin to get the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> right. And I'm and I miss him because he's 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 actually kind of an engaging guy when he's doing his thing. But this is like asking Steven Seagal to do Shakespeare. Right. You know, not not quite as facetiously as that, but it's just not in his wheelhouse. It's, so don't get him to do things against his skill set. And he's a talented guy. Like, if you don't think he can do things, go see his best con film. Go see Six Degrees of Separation. Right. You know, he plays a great con in that. Right. He's very capable. And, but you know, in in this movie, not even like this. his character is um, – his character is a very specific guy. Yeah. And – when you have just because you have a con movie doesn't mean that you have to get like the perfect actor, right? There right. are tons of actors who could play sure. most con movie type Absolutely. grifter guys, whatever. And just the fact that so many of them have done it <laughs> and, and, yeah. and pretty well. It, yeah. I mean, right. of, of all the actors that have done a really good job of it, fine. But this guy's a really specific guy. And I don't yeah. think you can just get anybody to be this guy in a way. That's going to work because he's got a lot of – it's not just purely that you're like a con man, but he's got a lot of this – you know, he's really into himself, but also he's really not that into anyone else. Right. He's – you've got to have like both – you know, he's like practically like a sociopath kind of a grifter guy where – I mean, he really just, you know, he says I can convince anyone of anything. And what he means is, you know, because everyone else is an idiot right. and I hate them yeah. and I yeah. can convince them of anything. Right. Apart from the these 30 people who are in the room who are all right. also criminals with me or whatever. Right. But he's a, you know, he's actually a very specific guy. And I kind of think they go, well, anyone actually can play him as long as you don't really try to do it very much. Right. Like we just yeah. won't actually try to get into it too much. Right. So it'll be fine. Right. Yeah. And be, I don't know. It just, he'd be a great character. Cause the way that he's presented in this, though, it's very affable with, with, you know, Will Smith's charisma, you know, he's a guy you don't want to get on the radar of, you know, because he's capable of, you know, getting the keys out of your pocket, taking whatever he wants from you, because if he sees something he wants, he can get it, whether right. through charm or a sleight of hand or anything. But yeah, this is like this is like some weird hitch kind of knockoff. Like yeah, he's going to be this romantic comedy. Right. Like take the romantic comedy thing out, tell a story about a con, or put it in and at least have some chemistry with people. You know, just right. And you know, I, know. I think one of the things that's uh, really kind of bad at the last part of the movie after we've jumped the three years, yeah, <clears throat> is that you never actually get anything out of him. Or enough out of them right. that you really know if he's serious yeah. or care if he's serious. Right. You know, you don't, you're just not, you're not as connected to the characters as you need to be for the last part of the movie to work. Yeah. And I think they know that they kind of can't get there. Yeah. So they don't really Who knows? bother to try. Right. You know, and it, and it is, there's a lot of stuff too, you know, like since you mentioned <laughs> Now You See Me. You know, it's like we can't really do a good version of this. So, how about actual magic? Right. Yeah. You let's know, just like make it. A, yeah. It's the same. There's. Yeah. They have elements of the same kind of thing. When you're watching now, you see me, and you you're wondering how they do stuff. But then at the end, it's like, you know, when they do that, like floating in the ball thing yeah. or whatever. And then and then the end, and then all of a sudden, it's just like ah, you know, the secret society is actual magic right or whatever right and this is the same thing i mean it's like they're doing cons at some point where i don't know it just looks cool so we'll say it's a thing right but it's like 
it it becomes like silly to watch. It's like that point in Now You See Me where you have to watch the people floating right through the air in the bubbles or whatever, and, be like, and you go, oh, oh well, magic. so that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> that, thought, right. I thought I was watching this movie. The uh, I guess there was there was a time when I used to say, you know, in other reviews, not not the stuff that we did, but um, you know, the stuff that I did before we started doing the show. That you know, this was a film you would go see at night. You know, this is an evening show or a matinee or a rental or just wait till it's on TV or skip it. Right. You know, and I don't know that I could technically. I, I, I guess I was interested to. I had enough disinterest last night when we were watching the film to be very aware of the audience around us, and it wasn't a full sellout thing. But it seemed like a lot of people really enjoyed this, and it led me to think that they don't see. No offense to them. A lot of movies. Right. And if you don't see a lot of movies, this is a fine date night film. You'll go and you'll get exactly what you want. You get like two hours of Will Smith charm and you'll be confused and then you'll have it set straight because right. they'll point it out to you with a map. Right. right. But if you've seen more than 10 con films in your life, then this is probably a Netflix film. You know, at, I feel like I feel most, like maybe yeah. a home pay-per-view. Like if you spend right. four bucks on this or you wait till it's in Redbox – that's probably the that's probably the place to check it out. Like I can't suggest going to see this at night in a theater. It doesn't doesn't yeah. seem to pay off for it. You know? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. But you know, we're getting close on time. The <clears throat> other thing that I, I wanted to say, I mean, obviously, I rated it even lower than you. There yeah. are some parts of this that are good, and as you said at the beginning, most of it has to do with supporting characters. Yeah, almost everything Man, that I great. almost everything I liked about it was any. Anytime a supporting character is getting a decent amount of something to do. Yeah. Even when the guy, like, uh, all of a sudden loads up their car with the fake ATM <laughs> weird cover thing. Yeah. That was a good scene. I, I thought mean, that was cool. He's, like, the really rude guy. And I think he, in some of the trailers, you even get, like, a little bite of him. Yeah. He was really good. Everyone on the fringes is really good. Mm -hmm. But when it's just Will Smith... And uh, what's your name? Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yep. When it's either just one or both of them doing the majority of what <laughs> is happening on screen, yeah, it gets really kind of boring even, which is how weird is it for a con movie to – Yeah, it for, shouldn't. For you to be like right. bored. That's like an action movie and you're bored right. or something. This one, it's – they're – Kind of, there are parts where it feels like Will Smith is like strutting around, so interested in how awesome he is, that it's just sort of boring to yeah. to watch him try to do it. So, it, and it's easy to make fun of names when they go the other way. You know, there's a lot of easy puns to take here. Like the film loses focus. You know, ha ha ha, or the film can't stay in oh focus. Oh my god, no puns. You know, but no puns like that. But it really like the problem here is that they just don't know what to do with what they've got. No, it really so. is a. A weird – this is one of those where somewhere in reading the script, you could have something interesting. Yeah. You have to give it to somebody else. Yeah. And let them – Let them find it And for let you. them rewrite it and, yeah. and take it to like a better level or something. Right. Because in the end, like I said at the beginning, I just don't know who it's for. It's not for people who like con movies because no. they won't like it. And, I didn't. Yeah. and it's you know it's not for people who are I guess really into Will Smith or whatever because you know I don't know it'd be kind of boring. Yeah. And, I mean I think it's you know if you like leverage and you've never seen any movies that's who this is for. <laughs> right. That's who this I is guess. for. If you like yeah. If you like that, I or just, if your expectations are so damn low. Yeah. Anything uh, will maybe. anything will give you a good time. Like if your pipes have burst in the winter and you got to get out. Like go, go but, this. but you know, here's the thing too. Um, before we take off with a movie like this, there's there's nothing that I was like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Like there are no like super yeah. awesome moments to carry you through. There's no. some where you're like, okay, that was okay, right? That that was right. cool, you know, right? But there's nothing like, oh yeah, that was awesome, yeah, and it nope. like gets you through to the next one, yeah, or something like no. that. There's nothing. There's no moments that you're going to walk out and go, well, at least there was this awesomeness. I mean, you know, right. they could have at least had like a car chase in here or something yeah, that would something. like pick things up. Uh, no. Anyway, all right. Uh, we're about out of time. 
And we might as well wrap it up on yeah. this one. I, uh, once again, don't know what next week is. Chappie. I'm like so – oh, yeah, Chappie. That's yeah. awesome. That I'm should so be it. I'm so far behind on crap that yeah. uh, I, don't even know. Up, I don't even know what's coming. Chappie should be it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. That will be interesting. That's a weird one because the more trailers you see, yeah. the more all of a sudden it's totally different movie. Yeah, I've like, stopped looking at them. I saw like, the last one. I'm like, I don't want to see it anymore. Like if, when we review the movie and say, uh, is this yeah, is this movie. movie what you get from the trailer? It's yeah. like it depends on which one yeah. you watch because yeah. <laughs> at first this was a very different movie. Now two or three trailers right. later. And, and I don't know which totally one we're going to get. So. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. Share, subscribe and rate us on iTunes and all that great stuff. Goodbye. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.